What's up, everybody? This is the Workrate Podcast. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Um, I'm joined, as always, by Brad Hardcastle. Brad, how you doing? I am still stuffed from Thanksgiving, but quite well. How are you doing? That's good. That's good. I am doing well as well. Um, busy weekend, just because, uh, well, I guess we don't have Thanksgiving, but there are there are birthdays mm-hmm. in my family my uh my partner's birthday was a couple weeks ago and that that dragged out over time because as we know the pandemic you don't see everybody all at once Mm -hmm. so you see people like staggered and then her dad's birthday is this weekend so we saw we did one birthday for him a couple days ago we're doing another for him tonight because again same reason yeah saw his side now we're seeing the other side it's all very fun yeah lots of the keg do you guys have the keg in the states Mm -mm. it's a steakhouse well it's it's... anyways (laughs) been to the keg like a million times (laughs) (laughs) it's great i love it but uh yeah it's funny okay so let's uh let's get into dynamite this week i thought it was really good me too i I thought it was very strong um Mm. i thought we had one i just like I I was late getting my notes in for this podcast because I was in a debate about how good that promo was mm-hmm. with somebody <laughs> where I'm, I'm like, it's one of the best. Uh, we had one of the best promos um, segments that I think we've had in 20 years, mm-hmm. like one of the greatest of all time. Oh, yeah. And I will I'll happily uh, say why. But yeah, I thought it was thought it was quite excellent, um, and that's the first thing we're going to get into right away. So CM Punk's music hits, and we think we're getting CM Punk versus QT as the opener. I'm like, oh, that's a little weird, <laughs> but fine, whatever. Um, but no, it is uh, CM Punk comes out, MJF's music hits, and he comes out and he starts. Uh, he interrupts him, and he's. Uh, it's nuclear without a word um, or like the, he's getting, he's essentially doing what punk did. He's, he's gone silent. He's in the corner. They're just staring at each other. Um, then MJF faint. He faints being insulted by last week's uh, by last week's attempt at the handshake. And then he, he tells CM Punk and then he's, he's going at CM Punk. He's like, Oh, He's like, all these people love you, and you say that you're the workhorse, but like, uh, and you said you were gonna, you're gonna change the industry and all that seven years ago, but kind of took your ball and you went home like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. He's like, your your pipe bomb was was your was your best moment, but you've been riding on that on your couch for seven years, not doing anything, not not changing the industry. He's like, where have you been? Um, he says, "It's like I'm not a one-trick pony. I've got more stuff." He he says, "How how does this straight edge man, <laughs> this old straight edge man, look like a meth meth addict <laughs> who hasn't who hasn't had sleep in in twenty years?" Um, and he's like, "Why why is it that when you're doing interviews and you're naming all these people you want to face?" That you 
you never mentioned me. You never mentioned MJF. And he says, was that afraid that, were you afraid that you couldn't go one-on-one on the mic with MJF? Was that why? Um, was it because you thought that I would end you quicker than your UFC career, which was a fucking great line. And then, <laughs> of course, Punk grabs the mic and he says, oh, man, I'm so disappointed in you. He's like, you're really good. You've you've made a name for yourself. And no, I didn't. I didn't say your name. And that's because I didn't want to feed your rotten little ego. He's like, I you sit here and you go for the low hanging fruit all the time, which I love because that's one criticism that some people have of MJF. Mm-hmm. I like it because he's a dick. He's a bully. Yeah. That's literally his thing. Um, but yeah, he says, he's like, we, we know that you were sitting there at home with the silver spoon in your mouth in long Island with your CM punk poster on your wall. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and the crowd is the crowd's all telling him to. They're 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 all chanting for MJF to shut the fuck up and everything. And then Punk said, "Yeah," tells him he had seven seven days, and this is all you could come up with. And uh, yes, he tells yes. him that, uh, that that's when he drops the line that you're a, oh, a yes. less famous famous Miz. And uh, that gets a big reaction from me and it, probably everyone at home in the crowd. And got it's fucking great. Yeah, man. got the Miz trending on Twitter, <laughs> which made me laugh. And, <laughs> it, and I find that comparison funny because that was a comparison that happened early on mm-hmm. in AEW, where like, oh, MJF is just is just the Miz, or like he's nothing like the Miz in my opinion. Like he. He has a, a similar hair. They're both white guys with a similar haircut. Mm-hmm. And, who, they, and they can play a dick well. but And they can play a dick well, but MJF isn't acting like a like a Hollywood actor. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF, he's closer to like a new age Ric Flair or like Mr. Wonderful yeah. type of thing. Like he, he's closer to the horseman than he is to... Uh, to to what's his nuts the um the miz uh, he's like like he's very much he's like daddy's money is what that's his character mm-hmm. he's got daddy's money he's that he's that uh he he went to the frat he belonged to the frat and all that stuff like that's his character that's not the miz so i always find that uh like that's what people said about mjf before they knew who mjf was mm-hmm. um and then yeah, so I think that's really good. And <laughs> then MJF says that Punk kind of Punk's whole run is based off the nostalgia and based off the one thing. And he says that you've been you've been coasting on that and struggling to beat the easiest opponents one after the other, and you've been coming out and saying saying the same thing with no significance week after week after week he says cm punk is dead this is pg punk mm-hmm. and i was like oh fuck here we go he's gonna do it and he says you might as well say hustle loyalty and respect Ooh. i was like oh yeah there you go that's <laughs> awesome that's great i love that they have invoked um 
invoked John Cena two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Punk did it first, and now MJF did it second. It's great. It brings everything into one universe, which mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. It's got continuity. It's all canon. It all happened. It's awesome. Yeah, I saw um, people complaining online about how they shouldn't bring up WWE guys, but I think people are just conditioned to how WWE does things or like no other wrestling promotions out there, but AEW's different where every wrestling happens. Like no, it's every good. promotion it's a... happens and it's all canon and yeah. It's world building. Mm-hmm. It's like we, we talk about books and movies and games and how the world feels lived in. Mm-hmm. This world feels lived in. Yeah. This is why this is so good. This promo was a continuation of the pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, a con- but like it's the pipe bomb is happened earlier and this is like a sequel to it. It's great. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I th- feel like the pipe bomb is better because of this and this is better because of the pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it enhances it. Yeah. And I love that. I think it's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, this is, this is just, this is awesome. Like it, they, they want on, they keep going. Yeah. It's like a 20 minute <laughs> promo. Normally you say you start a show with the 20 minute promo and you're like, what the hell? That's terrible. But like, this is like, like you said at the beginning, the, an all-timer promo. Like, because after this, we get MJF talking about how CM Punk's always going to be second best to uh, hustle loyalty, respect, and to the King of Kings, bringing up Triple H, who is well-documented that CM Punk has legit backstage heat with, and it was good. MJF, or CM Punk said something about Rosie O'Donnell, because he was on the yeah, Rosie he, O'Donnell show. Yeah, he said... uh said, oh yeah, like you got you got listed in the New York Times, and you'll get listed in the New York Times again. This time it'll be in the obituaries, mm-hmm. which is again fucking awesome. Yeah. And he says that he's enrolled himself in college once again, but this time it's it's one that his uh parents kind of can't afford to uh bail him out of. Mm-hmm. They can't afford to pay it. It's uh Yeah. And then he says like you can't back anything up without your backup talks about the four pillars again he says you've been replaced by Britt baker which was awesome which is that's really fucking good and i like that he he did that in a way that didn't it boosted Britt baker there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. there was no diminishing in any way which is nice yeah yeah it wasn't to tear down Britt baker is to say like mm-hmm. no she's legit it was good yeah yeah which is the second time he's brought up Britt baker since he's been in the company which is awesome <laughs> oh fuck there's that line about he said they they call Chicago the second city, and it's not because they're number two. It's because when it burned down, they were able to build it back up on its smoldering embers. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh! <laughs> and he said, the only thing better than the than his first time around in Chicago would be punching MJF in his needle dick, mm-hmm. which was great. I loved it. And then they squared up. Um, MJF takes off his jacket. He takes off the cufflinks. He's doing the whole Ric Flair thing. And then he rolls out of the ring. Um, which then, of course, we get the needle dick chance. Yeah, which, which I'm sure great. they're saving the match for probably winter is coming. Would be, I would say so. Yeah, they're not going to go all the way to February. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could if the, all the promos were this good. I wouldn't mind at all. But absolutely, I think, I think eventually you'd probably start losing steam on the promos though for Feb, for two more months. <laughs> probably. I'm glad that they've they've held off on promos like this for the 
specific moments, mm-hmm. like the two guys in the ring um, going back and forth, because that is a very WWE thing. And when you do it too often, it can it can get stale. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's become a trope. So AEW hasn't done that. Yeah. So much because they try and they try and change it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but they uh, the one promo that I think was probably better than this was the Mox and Eddie Kingston one, which was also in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Yeah, that one's Still. really good too. So it's like, it's funny. Like when I say this is one of the best in twenty years, yeah, but there have been better, mm-hmm. and there have been better in this company, and there could have been others that have been better. But I think this was uh, this was definitely CM Punk's best. This was CM Punk, his old self, mm-hmm. which I loved. Um, MJF was on point. Yeah, and um, like the really smart thing they did on this is he MJF did start with the low hanging fruit, and it was kind of like yes. I, even before CM Punk said, you waited seven days for this, I remember thinking, I was like, this is really all MJF's coming with? And then they did it brilliantly where um, CM Punk called them out on it, and then he switched it into the next year. I was like, okay. And then he switched it to the next gear, which was awesome. Yeah, he's like, like when he's talking about, oh yeah, you wanted to change you wanted to change the industry, and you sat on your couch. Mm-hmm. You didn't do shit, and you only came back once people like me created something for you to come back to. Yeah. You didn't change anything. I changed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's not about the insults. It wasn't about the insult. The insults were funny, mm-hmm. but it was, it was about the, uh, the, the context and the content mm-hmm. and challenging the, the hypocrisy of CM Punk. And I thought it did that really, really well. Oh yeah, so I I cannot wait for them to keep going with this. Oh yeah, and then we got, and then it went into an odd match. <laughs> it, I just it felt like an odd match because I felt like QT got too much offense, but Jr. on commentary played up the fact that M, or CM Punk may have been a little rattled by MJS promos, which makes sense. And also QT hit one of the coolest Liger bombs I've seen in a long time, so. I'm okay with that. Yes, too. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. That was that's the like the one thing I have in here mm-hmm. is that uh, QT's Liger bomb was very. He's good. Yeah, he's just he's just QT. Yeah, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like the, there's a role for that, and I don't. Yeah, it's sort one thing that I really like about MJF talked about how he was uh, how he's been facing all these guys who he should be rolling over. But the thing that's great is he's sure he's been he's been doing that, but within the short period of time that he's been there, he's almost tripled MJF's uh record yeah. in the past year. Mm-hmm. And he's undefeated in doing so. So I really like that aspect of this. He's like seven and oh and he's been in the company for like two months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. MJF's probably had two one or two matches since uh CM Punk's been in the company, and one of those matches was that 30-second match where he beat the guy in two moves. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, it's uh, that's a really good contrast, mm-hmm. and they're doing that on purpose, and I like it a lot. And, yeah, I just, uh, I, think I, I think I did a, a note. Yes, there, I compare this CM Punk to that old veteran pitcher who can't throw 90 high 90s anymore, mm-hmm. and he has to figure out other ways to get people out. Yeah. 
and he's struggling and he's got to he's got to do like the trick pitches he's got to do the this and that mm-hmm. it's uh it's good i like it a lot it's reminds me of uh what was that fucking movie um you say rookie of the year because that's what I'm thinking of. Where um, yeah, rookie of the year is that the where one Gary where Busey's had a... the pitcher and <laughs> he's all hurt? Yeah, there's another older, older actor now who who hits a home run with like a bum shoulder and they bring him in as a pinch hitter and <laughs> shit. Anyways, that's a that's what I picture when I when I see CM Punk. Yeah, it's good. So like when people say he's lost a step, it's like yes, that's the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly that's, that's his character that's the whole story they're telling yes i want him to wear a knee brace mm-hmm. okay so then we have a, a small little segment uh it's christian and jurassic express they don't say too much here the christian says that they're feeling great that they feel unbeatable that great things keep happening to them when you feel like this jurassic express is the number one ranked team and he says they've been here before but they haven't been here without christian in their corner mm-hmm. and i was like Ooh, you little shady little bastard. Mm-hmm. So I like that. It's it's uh it's quick, it's easy, but it sets up that he's sort of trying to take credit for them. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And that there's going to be some conflict there. So this is sort of the start of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jurassic Express didn't say anything. Uh, Luchasaurus just growled. Yeah. And I like that. The very very late eighties, early nineties stuff from from luchasaurus i like that he just has to flex and then go yeah when the talker's done that's road warrior animal right there and i love that okay so next oh my god eddie kingston just a fucking treasure this Um, promo is excellent too and it was only like a minute (laughs) i don't even know what he said but like eddie kingston he he's there he's eating his pie Mm -hmm. his his thanksgiving pie and catering which is where he said he was going after he was interrupted last time and the camera comes he's like it's like oh why are you filming me oh you want me to say something okay fine let's just hold on and he starts to say something and of course immediately fucking 2.0 walks in it's just like hey little bitch eddie kingston uh eating i want to know why pie. they sound like they're from like queens but they're, from <laughs> but they're canadian they're canadian <laughs> we've got the same accent as me actually i think matt lee is from quebec so we'd have, probably have a quebec accent mm-hmm. um <laughs> but uh yeah they, they come in they're like you know what we we want to apologize. We're really sorry. And then Eddie, um, they said we read your article, and it was really good. But it kind of seems like you're not really hungry anymore. They said they're they're here to help them, like, but help them help them more than let's say Eddie was able to help his friend Mox when he needed help. And Eddie loses his shit, gets up, throws his fucking pie, throws the fucking table. Catering's gone. He's, he's, he's flying around or, Oh no, he gets in their face and he's mad as hell. And fucking Garcia throws coffee in his face and Eddie just snaps. He goes wild. He's trying to beat him up. I think before that he mentioned that, um, Matt Lee's head is completely square, mm-hmm. and I love that because that happened twice in the show yeah. <laughs> that he had a he has a real square head, mm-hmm. which is funny because it does he does mm-hmm. it's good as hell. And now I've seen on Twitter everyone's like um, photoshopping them uh, the blockheads from uh, Gumby, which makes me laugh. <laughs> 
Yes. So then we have the next, and so that's great. I, so right, right now, two point I think they're in a feud with two people, which is awesome. They're always in like multiple feuds at once mm-hmm. with those guys because they just keep interrupting people's promos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just that's their gimmick is they just come in and interrupt people. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so the next segment is something I could not care less about. This was Billy Ass and Ass Boy number two versus Bear Country. Yeah. Um, which there was an Ass Boy chant, which made me there's, laugh. There was an Ass Boy chant, which was good. Um, really short match. If you don't know oh, the sorry. Ass Boy thing, uh, Dan Housen tweeted on Twitter, called him Billy Ass and the Ass Boys, and it like got over. And so now, <laughs> like, he's not even in the company, but. He's getting stuff over in the company. <laughs> Honestly, he probably is. Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's signed. Mm-hmm. And I think he's almost like very likely to be signed if like because he's hurt, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Like I bet Tony's just like, put your name on this paper, it will help you through this mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't know that for sure, so I shouldn't really be saying that's what they did. Mm-hmm. But they did they kind of did something similar with uh, Brian Cage when mm-hmm. he got hurt yeah. when he was about to sign and he got hurt and they're like, "Oh no, we want to want to make sure you're good." Tony's been uh, he's been good with that stuff, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, really short match. Um, Ass Boy number one interfered, and then Ass Boy number two hit the quick draw, and that was it, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the Bear Country got a couple power moves in before that happened, but honestly, it was like a one-minute match. Mm-hmm. Nothing to write home about. Um, then Darby Mu- Darby Allen's music hits. Um, Sting comes out, and Ass Boy number one, which is Austin, comes charging up the ramp to to fight Sting, and launching right out of the tunnel yeah. is Darby Allen and he just trucks uh ass boy number one. He goes, fuck. He he looks like he dies. Yeah. It's amazing. He, he Darby looked like he legit got shot out of a cannon. <laughs> flying through the air. And I fucking do not like ass boy number one. Um some racist tweets came out of his from like fucking I don't know, he was like eighteen. So, oh, I, but I, I mean, saw his like apology tweet, and I, I, I was like, I don't even want to take the time to look up to what people found on him. But <laughs> uh, he was dropping the N word. Oh, okay, there you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't dropping the N word when I was eighteen. Yeah, so I'll just say that. I, I, I don't know. You, but he's only like what, like twenty three or something. So it's not like he was that. Yeah, long. It, it was from like, it was from like. 2013 mm-hmm. so like he was young mm-hmm. he, like he was a teenager but still yeah like have have more sense anyways was, was did twitter even exist then anyways yeah i've, I've been on twitter <laughs> since like 2009 or something like that so okay it's been around okay. for a long time yeah like he was probably in high school but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know when your dad has done has done full blackface. Yeah, it's on TV, and then you once. do this more than once. Like, his dad's done blackface, so it's it, probably yeah. It, it's a it's a fucking pattern. Yeah, within that family, and it's an issue. And yeah, yeah, not good. Um. Anyways, moving on. I don't <laughs> like them. I don't like them. 
<laughs> I don't like them, and it's uh, it is the, the case of why are they on TV instead of more talented people every single time? Yes, for sure. Okay, now we have the announcement of the Battle of the Belts Super Show that they said they were doing. We're going to get this essentially four times a year, I think. Mm -hmm. They might change the name around a bit. It's on January 8th on Saturday at 8 o'clock. Is it just an hour? I don't know. I don't know. I saw people online saying it was going to be an hour, but I haven't seen any official thing from yeah, them unless saying the, it's an hour. There's something on Twitter saying that I had I didn't Yeah, I haven't seen see anything. Any I saw in the Facebook group that we're in people were saying, "Oh, it's only going to be an hour," but I haven't seen officially from AEW any time. Which it's on January 8th, which that's going to be a hell of a day for wrestling, which is some news I, we didn't really talk about any news, but oh. New Japan announced that they're doing January 8th a super show with Noah, which is going to be awesome right so that day that's gonna be great that day you're gonna noah's have, on fire right now yeah they are yeah they are they're gonna have um we're gonna battle the belts in that wrestle kingdom night three so it's gonna be a hell oh, of a day for wrestling me. fans yeah <laughs> absolutely um yeah the because i don't know how you defend all the championships in one hour i yeah. know they won't i know they won't have commercials i'm pretty sure they won't have commercials but still, how many I don't know. champions do they I have? Don't know. Four? Ten, well, they'll TNT, have more than that, World. too. Yeah. T- TBS at that point, maybe? Yeah, true. No. True, true. But even if you take out the TBS, it's one, two, three, four. I don't know. Four match, four what should be long matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, AW an likes to do their title matches pretty long. It, so. doesn't, it doesn't add up. I, so. I think it'll probably be two hours. I would hope so. Maybe one hour will be commercial free, and then the next hour will have commercials. It doesn't. Like it doesn't sound like a special super show if it's shorter than your regular. <laughs> yeah, show. if it's shorter than your regular show, yeah, I know. <laughs> you can put a fancy name on it, but an hour still doesn't make it feel very special. Yeah, just don't do that. It's stupid. Yeah, if they do, if they're thinking of doing that, don't do that. Make it longer. Just yeah, at least for this one with all the belts on the line, at least make that one longer. Yeah. Okay, so. This next segment, I <laughs> I just have it as Cole is mad, <laughs> but it's uh, it's Adam Cole really just laying it on thick that his best friend is Bobby Fish. <laughs> he says that uh, he says that they've been uh, the 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 super click then the the elite that we've been taking a lot of losses lately. This is horrible. He's like I I text you to talk about this every night, almost like as much as I uh, text the Bucks because we're best friends and you're my best friends. And we know that the Bucks aren't cleared because we talked about it because we're, we're best friends and this and that he's, uh, he's really laying it on thick and the best friends walk in and it's just like, Hey, why are you stealing our gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> this is gimmick infringement. You know, we're best friends. You walked past us to film this promo. Hello, cameraman. <laughs> um, and Cole says, how could you possibly be as close as us and be as close as me and Bobby? He's like, look at you guys. Do you even know what Yuda's, what Yuda's middle name is? <laughs> and then afterwards, Yuda did tweet what his middle name was. And it's a name I've never heard of before. <laughs> I couldn't even I couldn't even pronounce it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't they make fun of his name, too? Like, who's named you Yuda? <laughs> it's like motherfucker. It's a Japanese, yeah, yeah, a regular yeah. ass Japanese name. But it's it, it goes back to uh, what Bobby Fish and Adam Cole were in NXT. They're just like the 
eighties high school movie bullies. <laughs> so it fits that. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> 80s high school movie bullies, but Bobby Fish looks like he's from 1880. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to rob, <laughs> fl- rob you with a flintlock pistol and <laughs> take your lunch money. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, this is great. And they had the match on, um, they set up a match for um, Rampage. For Rampage, which I have not watched yet. It was good. I will watch the that. The match was a lot of fun. I won't tell you who won or anything, but the match was fun. Uh, but All yeah, right, so Adam Cole's oh, hilarious, yeah. even though he's a bad guy. I just love that the the storyline they're playing is he's really just trying to convince Bobby Fish that they're friends. And I know he he's just not leaves there him high betray. and dry all the time. It's funny. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, so next we have FTW trying to get Dante Martin to sign on the dotted line to join them. They're in like a a board a boardroom. Um, Leo rushes there and Taz is pissed that Leo's even there. He's like, why are you here, man? And Leo says, who the hell do you think you're talking to? I am Leo Rush. This is rush time. Yada, yada, yada. Um, he's like, and no, we're not going to be signing this. He slides the pen back to, uh, to Taz and Dante says, hold up. You know what? I think, I think, uh, I think this is. This is what I want. And he, Dante Martin, signs with FTW. And I was shocked. He stands up. He walks over the table. Yeah, he to, took one uh, of uh, to, Hook's chips. And <laughs> yeah, he reached in. He took a chip. And one thing that was interesting is Leo Rush had a copy of the contract himself. Mm-hmm. So there are two contracts there. So there could be some shenanigans. My personal hope is that Leo comes out there with Darius Martin. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, in a week's time, I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see how the, what they're going to do with Dante uh, potentially as a heel. Yeah, because he is the most baby face of baby faces. Yeah, no, it'd be cool. Like I could see them like Team Taz doing like the heel type stuff, and Dante would be like, oh, "I don't want to do any of this. What the heck are you talking about?" And then, but yeah, it's a it's a cool misdirect. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly did not see that coming. <laughs> Whenever he signed, I like, love oh, that. <laughs> I love that Dante's the heel and Leo is the face mm-hmm. in this situation now. Because like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever, man. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I like a uh, AW needs some unexpected shit, and this is unexpected, and it's a good storyline that's not in the main event picture. Mm-hmm. which is nice because sometimes the stories outside of the main event picture are, I don't like you. I interfered in your match. S- stop sticking your nose in my business, which is team Taz's thing all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, you stick your nose in my business too much. Like, okay, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is good. I like it. I don't necessarily think that maybe Dante's in there as an inside man. I don't know. Yeah, they could do that too. There's a lot. There's lots of possibilities. Ways. It's a nice wrinkle on the story they're telling. I I still would love him to come out there with Darius. Though. Yeah. I think that'd be so cool. That'd be awesome too. I think it was Dante last week said Darius is going to be out for a while still, mm-hmm. but like specifically mentioned that the other week. So I feel like that is maybe dropping the hints a red herring that he's actually due to come back soon because he's been out for a long time. Yeah, I mean it is. It was like a. ACL tear type thing, so it does take a long time, but 
I think he's probably due fairly soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He he's a young guy. They could uh, they you can usually get back with yeah, sports you, medicine you pretty quick. Are like silly putty, you just come back together pretty quick. Okay, so next we had fucking wildly hard hitting match. This match was great. And the, that was Hader versus Thunder Rosa. I said last week this match is going to be stiff as fuck, and it was. Mm-hmm. Right from the lockup, they did that extended lockup spot that I love. Like they, um, which is one of my favorite things. I know Christian and uh, Matt Hart, Matt Hardy did it one time where they locked up right out out of the ring. <laughs> but yeah, they did that and it was great. They're they're actually throwing each other around in the lockup. They were just slapping the shit out of each other. This was Punk versus Kingston, mm-hmm. but in the women's division, it was brutal. Um, they don't even have they don't even have that much history. But this is just how. Jamie Hader and Rosa wrestle. Yeah. Hader was just booting her in the fucking kidneys while she was sitting on the ground. Like I was wincing watching this match. It was hard. Rosa went for the crossbody and Jader or J- Jamie Hader was just like, nah, I'm not dying this time. She grabbed her and just fucking yeeted her into the post. Mm-hmm. Um, which was great because it was leaning on their uh previous encounters which I always say that each match informs the next match. It's not like there's a match and then we forget about it. And then the next one is new. Um, I've been craving that in my wrestling for a long time. It's Mm -hmm. good to see. Um, Very again, very much like uh, in Japan, they do that where uh, each match informs how they wrestle the next one. Then they learn. And if you, it just, there's a there's continuity there's history and it's mm-hmm. good um yeah so haters just chucking rose around like a sack of potatoes um once again hater never takes commercials off yeah. <laughs> like it's like she it's like she does not know that they go to commercial break because yeah. she just she just beats the shit out of people in those commercials like there's no rest holds mm-hmm. um the crowd, when it came back from commercial, the crowd was so hot. Yeah, like it left. Like this was the loudest the crowd was for any. The crowd was crazy good on this episode, by the way. Oh yeah, like my god, Chicago, Chicago is excited. yeah is AEW country for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, Rosa, after getting her ass beat for like fucking ten minutes, um. She's able to get Hater in the Peruvian neck in the Peruvian necktie, um, but Baker and Rebel are able to break it up with some shenanigans with the ref and and coming in. But then Baker accidentally super kicks Jamie Hater in the face. Rosa is able to do a Casadora into a roll up for the win, and afterwards. Hater, who has never, who has not once ever done the DMD mm-hmm. with Britt Baker, shoves Baker and walks out. Yeah, and like here we go. Yeah, here we go. I love this. Um, and I would actually genuinely put the belt on Hater. I would, I would do that. That that's my personal choice. I know they're not going to do it, but that's what I would want them to do. Mm-hmm. They're building to that. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it, um, as I really love this match, and I really thought Hater was going to win. 
I thought Rosa was going to get cheated by Britt Baker so they could, because it seemed like they wanted to move to towards that program again, but I guess they want to keep some Rosa in the TNT tournament for now, but maybe to do this split up angle between her Baker and Hater. Yeah, I was, I was always hoping like Hater was my dark horse to win the tournament because mm-hmm. I, I honestly think she's, She's one of the top two or three best working women in AW, mm-hmm. and you could make an argument that she is the best. She's definitely better than Baker in terms of her ring. Work. Oh, for sure, yeah, like far better than Baker. Um, I think it's her, Rosa, and Deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like those are those are the three uh, best workers, and I think that she has a lot of character. She's got a lot of poise from her work in Japan. Like she's, she's as polished as it gets. I haven't heard her talk on the mic, but her mannerisms with the, with the camera are great. So Mm -hmm. I imagine it probably translates pretty well to her on the mic. Um, Yeah. I I think she's just excellent. And I think they got to pull the trigger on her sooner than later. I think, Mm -hmm. because I, I feel like she's one of the people that can help carry that division and her turning on Baker and, separating herself from her will really elevate her in the division. Mm-hmm. And I'll get back to her in, a, in a, just a few seconds. But we have to talk about Chris Jericho being interrupted by 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is their gimmick. So Jericho, he's he's talking to somebody. No real consequence. Um, but 2.0 interrupts him. Um, I can't. I can't even remember what they say to him. But Jericho says, "Like, hey, you know what, boys? You're gonna have to go to the hardware store. You're gonna have to pick up some gear, some trash cans, some thumbtacks, some this and that, because Eddie Kingston's gonna break into your house and murder you guys." Yeah. And then he says, "And Matt Lee, what the fuck is with your head?" <laughs> he goes <laughs> off for then like a minute just on Matt Lee's big square head, and so now 2.0 is teasing a feud with Jericho and with Kingston. And it is strange. <laughs> I don't know what's going to, are we going to get a Kingston and Jericho versus 2.0 match? That'd be it hilarious. Just, I would love Jericho versus, um, versus Garcia. I don't know that we're getting that, but I yeah. think that would be fun. <laughs> okay. So now what I was talking about earlier was, Friendsgiving. I thought this was a little disappointing, but there was an interesting uh, uh, thing here. Is We've got Baker, and she's sitting there with Rebel. She's sitting there with Tony. She's talking about how this is the greatest uh, Friendsgiving dinner ever. She said it started horribly with Rose's win against Jamie Hayter, who is noticeably absent mm-hmm. at this table. Um, so Hayter's not there. And then Tony brings up that he show he rolls footage of Riho unceremoniously being rolled out of the ring in the casino battle royale. So she did not go over the top rope. I love that they keep doing this. Yeah. Um it highlights that they're sticklers for the rules, sort mm-hmm. of. <laughs> when they break them, they they use it later. Um so we're getting Riho versus Baker on Friday, which was yesterday. 
I haven't watched it though. So <laughs> I I assume it was good. It was. It was. Excellent. Uh, happy to happy to hear. Yeah. It was really good. I love Rio, so Okay. And then we had a fan fucking tastic match. I could not have loved this anymore. This is Colt Colt Cabana versus Brian Danielson. But what was your take on this match? Oh, this match was awesome. I love this match. Uh, Danielson is just uh, continuing his little dickhead dickhead run. And uh, Cole Cabana was the hometown hero. But uh, Danielson was not going to let any adulations be dealt towards Colt Cabana. He was going to suck the air out of the room in the best ways possible. And I love this match. Loved it. And uh, it's it kind of brutal uh, without... I think they intended it to be a lot more brutal than it. <laughs> like it, it was a lot more brutal than I think they intended it to because of one spot. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't put it past um, AW to not do this stuff on purpose. That's true. Um, and I believe what you're talking about was him doing the uh, the wrist capture head stomps and literally kicking the to- the teeth mm-hmm. out of uh out of Colt Cabana. Yeah. Fucking everybody's favorite dad. Yeah, it's just like the nicest Colt, man. <laughs> like Chicago's Chicago's favorite son. Mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, like he's beloved in that city and he just beat the living shit out of him. Like kicked kicked his teeth out. And he said that um when afterwards, when they cut to commercial after the loss, he goes over and he points to the ground and they zoom over on the mat and he's pointing to his tooth on the ground. And he picks it up and he's holding it. And Danhausen, of course, yeah. uh, tweeted it at Daniel Bron- at Brian Danielson to uh, send him those teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they couldn't have uh, they couldn't have chosen better people for mm-hmm. Danielson to face. Yeah. Like. Uno and fucking Colt Cabana are beloved. Mm-hmm. These are beloved folk hero, affable people who you just want to ha- go and have a beer and have a laugh with. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking kicking the shit out of them. And it's great. And he hops out on the, on the mic and he says, Oh yeah, I came out here to kick, kick Colt Cabana's head in and it ended up kicking his teeth out. Isn't this great? Yeah. He said when I when I did when I debuted last time, um I feel like I got a different reaction than I'm that I'm getting right now. He's like, is it is it me or is it you guys? Did I do something? He's like you know, there I have a word for that. There's what is that word? Right. Fickle. It's fickle. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't think he would do that because yeah. he had said that he wouldn't do the yes chant mm-hmm. because he didn't want to step on WWE's gimmick. But he did it here yeah. with the fickle thing, and I really like that. I like that he's doing that yeah. character again. That probably won't so good. I doubt he'll go ex- as extreme as he did, but yeah, he won't he go eco fascist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he'll do the uh, he'll do the fickle thing, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, he says he hears that heard that there's a, a few uh, Dark Order members from Atlanta, and we're going to be in Atlanta next week. So, I think 
we're going to do this again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into someone's hometown, you know, beat them up in front of their family and friends. Um, yeah, so this is what we're going to do. And then he mentions Hangman's name. Of course, Hangman comes out. He's in gear. In gear. It's got, it's got sequins. Mm-hmm. It's Looking amazing. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hangman says that Chicago is near and dear to his heart. And this is where he had his, his first AEW match. Then this is where he's going to challenge Daniel Bryan on the spot. We're fighting now. We're having this match. And Bryan says, hey, man, who do you think you are? challenging me after i just had a hard-fought win there's no way that i'm gonna let i'm i'm gonna let you do this we're not doing this that's not cowboy shit that's coward shit Mm -hmm. and hangman says oh i ain't leaving here without a fight and they go nose to nose they or hangman puts his hands behind him he's like i'll even give you the first shot and then daniel daniel says no the how dare you insult me? I will not be degraded like this. Mm-hmm. And then he slaps him in the face. They go toe to toe. They're uh, they're hitting each other. They're slamming each other. Um, Hangman goes for the buckshot lariat. But Danielson, now being the chicken shit heel that he is, mm-hmm. rolls out of the ring. I love this. This is perfect. Yeah. Danielson is a master of his craft mm-hmm. in every way. Oh, yeah. Just the match and the segment after is great. I love uh, Danielson flexing on people as he submits them now, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, he's, it's great. The whole thing is great. Heel, heel Danielson is spectacular, and mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're getting to see the, like the super super vicious stuff from him because you kept telling me about it, and I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- this he's so is good a, at being a little dickhead. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so oh my god, this next match, this Black FTR Andrade and Cody, fucking no, Black FTR Ooh. and Andrade versus Cody versus Cody Pack and Lucha Bros. Damn, damn, this match was so good. This is like I think you had told me that this is what should have been at the pay per view. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This this was great. Um. Yeah, what were what were your thoughts after watching this? I liked this a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was chaotic, uh, in a good way, in like a really good yes. way. But it yeah. was a lot of fun. I loved. Um, yeah, everyone played their roles perfectly. I, I I can't think of enough good things to say. It's just really good. Like it, it's super fast paced and like yeah, it was awesome. Oh, it was great. Um, Cody had that heat, and he's either a fantastic actor or he's really really bothered by this Mm -hmm. right now and he's only helping that by deleting his twitter which is amazing oh yeah if if he's working this Mm -hmm. it is just beautiful um we got dax and cody um squaring off at the beginning which is not something that i did not know i needed Mm -hmm. and as soon as they got in there i was like oh yeah fuck this is amazing yeah like these two guys mesh so well they're so old school but with the new school uh sp- like uh seasoning on it mm-hmm. it's a perfect matchup um cody tossed his weight belt into the crowd and the crowd tossed it back yeah 
And then, and I- then he he looked so hurt yeah. by it, and that's what I mean. I was like, I can't tell if he's working this. Yeah. And then Andrade he- grabbed it and threw it under the ring. <laughs> he was over it already. He's like, fuck this shit. Threw it under the ring. And so like, I couldn't tell if uh, Andrade was being a dick by doing that towards Cody, or if he was like mad that they would throw the belt back. Yeah. And he's like, this isn't safe. Mm-hmm. Don't like, uh, you're not part of this. Like you're uh, like, don't go into business for yourself mm-hmm. type of shit. Um, and then the belt got back to Cody at one point, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, Andrade should have kept the, uh, the belt cause his pants disappeared halfway through the match. And I don't know what happened. Yes. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like his pants disappeared mid commercial break. Yeah, they came back. like, wait, where does pants go? <laughs> <laughs> and I I was watching picture in picture and I didn't see where he like ripped them off or anything. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Cash Wheeler mm-hmm. trying to one up pack with his athleticism was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then he got the best pump kick I've seen in my life yeah. <laughs> right in the face for his efforts. It was great. Uh, Andrade squared off with the Lucha Bros, which was exhilarating. I didn't think it was like, the great because Andrade got his ass kicked mm-hmm. by them. Like I want to see Andrade go toe to toe, and I think we're gonna get that eventually, but not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody got absolutely fucking beat down by the whole team, mm-hmm. like like he owed the money. Yeah, in the corner, and the fans w- popped the roof off the place. Mm-hmm. It was in- it was amazing, and this is where like they know. Yeah, they know what they're doing here. Yeah, and I like to it, see when they beat him down in the corner and the ref turned around, uh, and everyone they all just like looked away and act like they weren't doing anything. It made me laugh. When Cody was getting booed, Andrade ran out and he egged them on, and we were like, "Boo, more <laughs> laughter!" <laughs> great stuff, like great character work in this. Um, mm-hmm. It was like, and they then they just went wild. They like it was it got real stiff. Um, it was. It was like they're fighting over the last drumstick at dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where all of a sudden Andrade's in the trunks. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I yeah. only ever want to see him in the trunks. Now. I know. He looked, he looked amazing. He looked like a million bucks. But it's just funny because he had pants to start. And then I was like, what the hell? And people have been complaining. Mm-hmm. Like, Andrade, get in the fucking trunks, man. Yeah. Like, why are you wearing these uh, dress pants? Yeah. Um, the signature move flurry that they had at the end, like the last eight minutes of this match. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I, I, you know, the, that meme of Vince McMahon where, or he falls where back he in the like, chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was me for the last eight minutes of this match with mm-hmm. each move was uh, a further escalation of that meme. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, this was on the social medias, uh, Andrade, hit his uh hit his finisher on Cody on the on the cement floor and then the crowd was chanting you deserve it to mm-hmm. Cody and then Cody dejectedly walked up toward the tunnel and teased going to the heel entrance or the heel tunnel before going to the uh mm-hmm. to the face tunnel like just this this is what should have been at the pay-per-view yeah yeah for sure this was perfect like this was a perfect match mm-hmm. yeah it like was it was an fun. eight it was an eight-man match and i don't like eight-man matches i find them overbooked too chaotic mm-hmm. too sloppy that was not this yeah this was great yeah we actually we also we got arn and tolly 
Yeah, they faced off, the and then um, they both beat up Jose oh. <laughs> when Which, Jose tried to get involved. <laughs> again, I think that Arn is is in cahoots with Tully. Oh, for sure. That like they have not touched each other. They've they've squared off twice without touching each other. Um, and then they both turned on Jose mm-hmm. at the same time. Like this is the, this is the Will Hobbs scenario once again. And it's good. And I really like that when they do that, mm-hmm. I think it's very effective. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this, uh, for the storyline again. Yeah, me too. And yeah, me, I was like, when they announced this match last week, I was like, oh God, this storyline's still going, but then this whole match just oh, reinvigorated good. it for me. The only dip in the storyline for me was the pay-per-view match, and that's why I was so disappointed. I was like, this this is a fucking Rampage match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Had they done this on the pay-per-view, it would have been Yeah, awesome. it would have been great. But then we wouldn't have got FTR versus the Lucha Bros at the pay-per-view, so it's like, well, what can you do? But Yes, I agree, but yeah. Um, apparently, you said that Andrade is facing, because I haven't watched Rampage yet, Andrade is going to be facing who? Facing Cody next weekend in Atlanta Street Fight. Fuck yes. Yeah. So that'll be good. Uh, what else matches did they announce? I remembered a couple while we were talking. They announced uh, Sting and Darby versus the Ass Boys next week. <laughs> no. I think it's just because it's in Atlanta, so they want Sting to wrestle in Atlanta. Makes sense. I know, but have them wrestle anybody else. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's dumb. I don't want the ass boys. And then there's the Chris Statlander versus um, Ruby Soho, the final uh, quarterfinal match of the tournament, which that'll be good. They've been hyping that one up too, so. Yes, that'll uh, be great. What other matches did they announce? I can't remember. I know they, this is a slight spoiler for Rampage, but it's an, eh. it's a Tony Nese versus uh, Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Oh. I don't know when that, I don't know if that's Wednesday or next week. And that then, is, that match is going to be amazing. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be. On, I mean, it's of course it's next week, but I don't know if it's going to be on Dynamite or Rampage. And then they announced um, the Lucha Bros versus FTR in a two out of three falls match for Rampage next week. And so that oh. match could be possibly be the whole Rampage if they wanted it to be. <laughs> uh, if I were if I were AEW, I would just do two matches. Mm-hmm. Have them have them go for like have one match that's fifteen minutes and then. Let those guys go for forty five, yeah, forty about forty minutes. Yeah. Like, got to add commercials in, in but yeah, their entrances and stuff. But yeah, yeah, let them go for like thirty five to forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, Danielson versus uh, five of the Dark Order because he's from Atlanta. So <sighs> I can never, I can never get up for five. Hey, he's he's fine. good. He's fine. He, he he takes beatings well. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's, he, so, he's taken some brutal beatings. I have a feeling that he's going to. Um, probably get the shit kicked out of him by Danielson and make it look good but is, is he gonna get his uh mask ripped up again and then be bleeding out of it maybe the, uh, pressures, man. yeah the the uh the Moxley beatdown yeah 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 so we'll see we'll see how it goes wait did I say five or ten because I meant five the shorter one is the one he's fighting oh it's five it's not ten yeah okay yeah oh well five. yeah he'll, he'll he'll take well they're all Regardless, they're going to take a beating. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because I feel like uh, Five has really become a fan favorite. Yeah, especially like since a, he lost the mask and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, no, good stuff. That that sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this Daniel Bryan storyline that they're doing. 
I think it's fantastic. They, uh, I think they, them uh, coalescing around Hangman only to get just (laughs) murdered (laughs) by Brian is just, is just perfect in terms of uh, making him the top heel in the company. Mm -hmm. Because Hangman's gone now. So the top heel, this was going to be Moxley. Mm Mm-hmm. At his worst, and now it's Brian at his worst, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen him at his worst. We've seen him as a, as a cowardly, um, like hippie anti vaxxer type yeah. guy. Yeah, but now we—that's not what this is. No, this is this is like two thousand five, uh, Ring of Honor champion dickhead Danielson that'll. Uh, only fight you when it's convenient for him, but then when he does fight you, uh, you you'll probably die. <laughs> and he knows it; it's mm-hmm. good. And he look he looks bigger than he's ever yeah. been. Yeah, like he looks. I don't know. He he looks imposing, and I think that's sort of the smaller stature mm-hmm. of the AEW roster in general. It's his haircut too, that little yeah. top knot. <laughs> I don't know. It, it all adds to it. His mm-hmm. his his tiny little white shirt that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Whenever stuff. they advertise his uh, shirt, like on their socials, they always have to Photoshop Danielson's shirt on him. I was like, he never wears that. He only wears a white t-shirt. <laughs> he's never worn it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he will not advertise, and I love it. Yeah. It says, I will not uh, lower myself to advertise a product for you guys. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great episode. Rampage was fun last night, from what I can I remember. Watch I watched it. it before I went to sleep, so I was pretty tired, but it was yes. good. But yeah, it's exciting times. Oh, some uh, quick, more quick news. I guess yes. we didn't talk about that. Since Kenny's hurt and needs, what, shoulder and leg surgery, I think? Mm, yes. He's vacating the AAA, is it, what's their title called? The Phoenix Omega uh, title, whatever it's called? Uh, AAA Mega. Mega title. So yes. it's going to be, they set up a five-way. It's going to be Viking. I don't even want to mess his Viking name up. Go. Vikingo. We'll just, yeah. And Bobby Fish, uh, Jay Lethal, Samurai Del Sol, and Bandito, which is awesome. It's going to be a hell of a match, man. Yeah. That That is such a, that is like uh, a 2K auto-select <laughs> yeah. random yeah, because, wrestlers. Because... You know, it's Vikingo, and then everyone else has been in WWE for a long time or Ring of Honor for a long time, so they haven't been able to do AAA. Yeah, these <laughs> these aren't AAA wrestlers. Yeah. It's so weird. And like, what the fuck is Bobby Fish going to do in a lucha match? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably there to just kind of slow it down. And yeah, it's it's cool though. I love <laughs> it. Like a uh, open universe. It's cool. Yeah, but it's it's too. Is Samurai Del Sol signed to AEW, or did he just show up? He just showed up. Okay, so it's at least two signed AEW guys, which is only good for the relationship between AEW and AAA. It means that's still going. And then uh, Andrade's not there, and it, you remember when he fought Omega, everyone was like, "Well, why didn't they just give it to Andrade?" But Andrade hasn't gone back to AAA. Like people said, yeah, he didn't, he, he's, he's not AAA. Yeah, people said he didn't want to go back. I guess he's CMML for life, even though CMML is not really company too much anymore but i guess he felt too weird going to triple a <laughs> yeah he he was never he's always i don't know he's with aw it's mm-hmm. like you can't can't really do both and yeah. uh 
like you can go and AAA. Do they have shows outside of their big shows? Uh, that I don't know. And they may do smaller ones every once in a while, but I yeah. I only ever watch the big ones when I see them on Twitter. I'm yeah, like, oh, there's a big show going on. I don't know what noise that was, but that was loud. Yeah, at that same show um, though, they're doing FTR again versus the Lucha Bros, so they're going to be having a lot of matches against each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, great stuff. Um, yeah, exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Oh, so yeah. this week looks good. I'm going to watch Rampage tonight. Um, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and continues to this weekend. Yeah, if you're and, needing some pro wrestling shirts, I know lots of uh, not just pro wrestling tees, but lots of pro wrestling shirt makers are having big Black Friday sales this weekend. So, oh yeah, check them out. I said that like we get some steak in it. I was just, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, if I want to give something that I do have steak in, I'm selling my uh, my art. There you go. So if you need to buy something for black friday or for the holiday season look it up there you go it's great Fen, it's uh, i don't i don't designs Fen designs f e f e n n designs on on etsy.com look look at that stuff it's great i got stuff. a got a couple wrestling things up there so mm-hmm. i don't have anything to sell but uh, you can follow us on twitter yes <laughs> <laughs> we tweet occasionally some funny stuff all right we will uh See you next week. Don't See. know what. Don't know what day we changed it up this week. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a there's no holidays surprise. in the United States. <laughs> I don't know about Canada, but there's none in the United States this week. So, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if I have another birthday dinner to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See. Ya. See ya.